welcome to Babe, You Gotta See This. I'm Kurt. And I'm Liv. Yep. <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded. It's been a little bit. Because we just didn't take the time to record. You know, we are now. That's so true. You know, life is hard. I mean, we just had a holiday. Yeah, and to make this better, we're going to talk about a movie that we watched probably about close to two months ago now. It's not the most complicated movie. No. Would you like to, should we just get into it? Let's just get into it. Kurt, it was your pick. And it was you made me watch... One of my favorite childhood comedies, The Naked Gun. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. With incredible actor O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the most memorable part of the whole movie for me. (laughs) Um, Shall we read a summary, Kurt? Yeah, go for it. This is what Google had to say. Frank Drebin, played by Leslie Nielsen, a rather clueless police detective, tries to foil a plot to turn innocent people into assassins through mind control. After his partner Norberg, O.J. Simpson, is shot, Frank sets out to find the culprit, leading him to business tycoon Vincent Ludwig. However, Frank has no evidence until he meets Jane Spencer, Ludwig's assistant. She knows nothing about Ludwig's devious plans, but falls for Frank and agrees to help him. And it was released December 2nd of 1988. It's just like, it's, it's one of those just classic like 80s really goofy comedies mm-hmm. you know it kind of falls in the same vein as airplane <laughs> i think yeah so when did you first see this movie kurt oh um when i was like 10 really <laughs> yeah it, I, this is again this is a childhood favorite i think i i found it um not too long after my parents first got netflix my little brother and i watched it uh, because I liked Airplane, and so we like wa- I watched Airplane with my dad on Netflix, and then this was like recommended. <laughs> um, so I watched it, and my little brother and I like that's. Uh, if you were ten, that means he was like like seven. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's a childhood favorite. It's one of those movies. It's kind of like. It's kind of like Spaceballs. Maybe I was like twelve. All right, maybe I was like twelve, and Mark was like ten. Um, but it's it's kind of like Spaceballs and Airplane for me, where it's just like one of those goofy comedy movies that I've just seen a million times. So I actually like I don't know exactly when I first saw it because I've seen it so many times that like it all blurs together. I saw it for the first time a couple months ago. Yeah. And what'd you think? Uh, I could definitely be content not seeing this movie again for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know? It's, it wasn't that bad, was it? It's definitely not my kind of movie. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me too much. I just, I found it incredibly boring. Uh, you know? Maybe that's just me, <laughs> but it it just, the plot is completely irrelevant. 
Like, oh, normally yeah. I have a whole little thing uh, in my notes that says plot. Yeah, normally I have, like, main bullet points. Um, I didn't even write anything. I literally just wrote one bullet point that says the plot to this movie is completely irrelevant. There's, there is no... It does not matter. No, and it, it's just, like, it's, it's really dumb humor. Which I can appreciate sometimes, but this just felt like... It, it's Ugh. not, yeah. It's it's based off of a, a TV show that's like a cult classic. Yeah, that only had like eight episodes, and I can see why. Yeah. Um, but I, I think one of the reasons I like this movie so much is because of Leslie Nielsen, the main actor. Mm-hmm. Just because like his incredibly straightforward, like serious-faced way of just doing goofy things gets me every time for those of you who have seen airplane leslie nielsen is the doctor on the plane yeah yeah um, which is funny because i think that airplane's really good i think airplane is a lot more clever in its humor yeah this really felt like dumb what i would consider like dumb stupid boy humor yeah it is it absolutely is i won't deny it so <laughs> i watched this movie solely to appease kurt and to never have to watch it again <laughs> I think it's a funny movie. I don't know how we're going to do a whole episode on this, Kurt. <laughs> there isn't anything you liked about it? Uh, I mean, it's here's the thing. It's not like I hate it. Like, I was completely indifferent to this movie. My life was no better or no worse coming away from it. I'm pretty sure while we watched the movie, I just played, we watched it over Netflix party and I'm pretty sure I just played like Sudoku on my phone the whole time because it just didn't, nothing mattered. I think that's one of the beauties of this movie is it's, you don't like, it's not like Ex Machina where you have to watch it. Otherwise you're just going to miss everything. Yeah. But like at the same time, like I, I like bad movies. You know me, I love me a good Hallmark fluff you don't need to watch you could start to take a nap in the middle of it and be able to follow but there is some plot like oj simpson is in this movie and he could be completely removed from this movie and i would not be able to tell the difference because there are genuinely no stakes i think one of the funniest parts in the about the movie is that oj simpson's character literally exists to get the shit beat out of him yeah. <laughs> and watching OJ Simpson get beat up on screen is just comedy gold to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it was and it wasn't even like Blade Runner where I hated that movie, but it was pretty. <laughs> so like at the very least it had that going for it. Like this this was just nah. I don't know. I have the Wikipedia article pulled up. I pulled it up. Let's talk about what happens. Again, none of it matters. It opens with him in um Beirut. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Beirut? Yeah, Beirut. Uh, in which he, in which Leslie Neeson disrupts a conference of America's greatest enemies. Which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> which is, is fine. And then... It has, it has like, Saddam Hussein and, like, all of these big dictators yeah. um, that and were then... prevalent in the 80s and 90s, like, in, in like, a League of Evil-style meeting they're like discussing the evil acts they're gonna do which i think is pretty hilarious yeah and then um 
OJ Simpson goes to try to bust people doing something and gets shot and goes to the hospital. Which is what that you have to admit, that sequence is pretty damn funny. Yeah, it was it, it made me almost want to smile. <laughs> That's a lie. You giggled. I I think I giggled to appease you. Oh my god. I think that sequence is really it the this movie does slapstick humor really well. That whole sequence is just OJ going back and forth, getting hurt, while everyone with the guns pointed at him are just watching him walk around getting hurt. And I think it's hilarious. You have to see it. It's very it's, physical comedy, and I think it's very funny. It's easily the funniest part of the whole movie. You 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 laughed when he put his hand in the wet paint and he went, oh no, and tried oh, to wipe I did it laugh off at that his part. shirt. <laughs> because to me, that was like the only actual like clever, witty humor. Not just like a dumb stuff happening. Like that was funny. I thought it was funny when he goes into the room and they all have the guns pulled on him. Like, he tries to kick the door down and his foot goes through the door. So he has to pull his foot out of the door and, like, reach in and unlock it. (laughs) And by the time he gets in, all the guys are just looking at him with their guns out. And he pulls out his gun and tells them all to drop their guns. And one of the... There's, like, ten guys with guns drawn. And one of them just drops his gun and raises his hands up. They all look at him and he picks it back up again. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Olivia is clearly not convinced. For some reason, the queen is visiting Los Angeles. <laughs> because why not? Because why not? And again, this is the thing where this was the scene when I knew that I wasn't going to like this movie. Because this is, it's like he's there, they're having some press conference about the queen coming and he's like, in charge of security and he like has the mic on and he keeps it in to go to the bathroom and it's like literal bathroom humor it is so stupid i hated it <laughs> um, that is that is one of the worst scenes of the movie yeah so anyway he goes um he murders this guy's fish and <laughs> falls in love with his assistant because women are props and um yeah, it's it's an eighties comedy movie. It does not have the best treatment of yeah, and then women. and then this guy is and then the the evil guy somehow is like I've we we invented mind control. We're gonna mind control everybody. And yeah, I was like, it's, it's the it's like the dumbest form of mind control. <laughs> yeah, I'm like great. It seems to add up with about the rest of the intelligence of this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean the the um, whole the whole plot that he comes up with to murder the queen is pretty hilarious. It is. I mean, <laughs> sure. Come on, it's during a baseball game where one of the players is going to be mind controlled to <laughs> kill the queen. I think that's pretty funny. Well, Kurt, I think we've established that you think this movie is funny. So if you think that the movie is funny, then yes, the plot will be funny to you. But if you don't think the movie's funny, then I, I don't know why you keep getting surprised that I don't think things are funny when I just straight up said I don't think this movie is funny. I think it's funny. I thought Justice League was funnier than this movie. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's kind of fair. Justice League was pretty funny. It was very funny because it wasn't trying to be funny. And to me, that's the best comedy of it all. <laughs> 
Well, I'm sorry that I like dumb humor. I will sometimes. say, for me, that is kind of a thing. Is this movie felt like it was trying so hard to be funny that every time I didn't laugh, I was like, wow, what a failure of a film. <laughs> and I feel that way about a lot of comedies, like, which is why I don't prefer like physical comedy because I feel like physical comedy, there's always... Well, this movie relies a lot on like slapstick. Yeah, and it feels like it's hard to do it right. I mean, slapstick is really hard to do right. I'm a sucker for slapstick. And I think that at the beginning of the movie when Nordberg is literally like, it's like a a two minute uninterrupted scene of slapstick. I think that's one of the funniest scenes in all of cinema. (laughs) It's, I mean, that that is funny. It's the funniest part of the whole movie. (laughs) The whole rest of the film kind of feels like it's not so much slapstick so much as like, 2012 middle school humor where it's like rar i'm so random like oh my god that's kind of what it feels like that's exactly what i thought of when the freaking who are they the the swedish people what is that this movie what are you talking about i don't know am i getting confused swedish people there aren't there some people who is that a different movie that we watched I think you're, are you thinking of the Swedes from uh, Umbrella Academy season two? Yes, I'm not thinking about that. I'm getting my refrigerator scenes mixed up. I'm thinking about the scene where he's going into the refrigerator. Oh yeah, that that's not great. No, it and it, it's like, but the thing is for every joke where it was like, this maybe would have been funny. It's littered with so many other, this is just not at all funny. <laughs> <laughs> moments that like it do- it doesn't even feel rewarding it's just like wow finally there's something that doesn't make me want to gouge my brain out <laughs> i think i think the reason i picked this movie to watch is because it was so influential to what i found funny growing up um like it was one of those movies that was really developmental to my style of humor like i saw airplane and then not too long after i saw airplane i saw this movie and it kind of like helped cement in my mind that 80s dumb slapstick comedy was funny (laughs) yeah okay i take it back there was one part of the movie that was actually genuinely extremely funny to me and it was when he was singing the national anthem (laughs) at the baseball game that is genuinely funny (laughs) that's the best piece of humor in that and movie. Hugo Palazzo. <laughs> that part was the context for that scene is that um Frank Drebin, the detective, is trying to find a way onto the baseball field so that he could determine which of the baseball players is mind controlled and going to kill the queen during the seventh inning stretch, which mm-hmm. I still think is a hilarious plot. Um, his avenue onto the field was knocking out like esteemed opera singer Enrique Palazzo stealing his uniform and then going to sing the national anthem in front of the queen. <laughs> like, It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> and he could not sing like it's really bad <laughs> which is why it's funny uh, to yeah. me at least um yeah and then they stop the murder from happening obviously and frank proposes to jane who is the second most important character in the movie but because she's a woman has absolutely no character or anything I mean, of importance in 
in the movie's defense, none of the characters have any characterization. They're all caricatures. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it is an 80s comedy and has absolutely no thought put into it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing for me... Let's see. Let's see what comes up when I Google 80s comedy. 80s comedy movies. Let's see what comes up on Google. Popular comedies from the 80s. Uh, Beetlejuice comes up. I actually have not seen Beetlejuice. I haven't seen Beetlejuice. 16 Candles. Phenomenal. Uh, Coming to America. Coming to Little, America is a good movie. Little Shop of Horrors. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I, well, that's that movie is iconic. Well, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The Princess Bride. Like, these are movies that I would actually find funny. Fair. Um, I'll say that it it falls into the... Um, it, it's in the same vein. Like, I, I've said it a bunch of times. It's in the same vein of as, like, Airplane. It is that, like, kind of, like, dumb slapstick humor. Um, yeah. Airplane is a lot more clever, though. Yeah, this just felt like. Why is airplane under romantic comedies from the eighties? <laughs> that feels like poor labeling. There, I mean, there is the romance in it, but uh, like I don't he, think that that's the point that we're supposed to walk away point, with. No. Um, when Harry met, when Harry met Sally's not from the eighties, is it? It oh well, it's from the eighty nine. Okay. God, so on the that brink movie. of being a nineties movie. God, I love that movie so much. That is a good movie. You showed me that movie, I think. Yeah, I because I love that movie with Queen Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher is just amazing in everything she does. Correct. But also, like, I think, like, I don't know. I think when I think 80s comedy, the thing that first pops into my head is Ghostbusters. Okay. And Ghostbusters is just infinitely funnier than this movie. That's true. Um... What was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay, baby. Um, so I guess the point is, I, I'm glad I watched this movie. Because I get Are to you? understand some of your childhood. <laughs> um, there are other movies from your childhood that you've shown me that I would much rather watch. Um, give, me, give me two. Uh, Indiana Jones. Okay, I love Indiana Which Jones. Which I, I, I've mentioned before. I've only seen one Indiana Jones movie because Kurt just never wants to watch the other two. He only I'm wants to watch I'm sorry that Raiders. The Last Crusade is my favorite of the Indiana Jones movies. So I've never seen any of them <laughs> besides that one. Um, I think I mean, it's cool when they get to the last part and they, there's the Knights Templar who's still alive and they have to pick the Jesus cup. I think it's cool, right? Babe, I'm not saying that you're wrong. <laughs> I'm saying I wouldn't know because I literally haven't seen the other two. Well, maybe maybe that'll that'll be what I add to the list. The other two Indiana Jones movies. Technically uh, three Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, does Star Wars count? Star, I mean, I, I, Star Wars or Star Wars is a movie series that I watched a lot during my childhood. Uh, I don't know. You've shown me other ones. I'm trying to think of what they are. I mean, you've seen Airplane. Yeah, but not with you. 
Uh, I've shown you Spaceballs. I don't mind Spaceballs. Have you? Have I shown you Blazing Saddles? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's another really funny. That's that's one of my favorite comedy movies. I've seen Horton Hears a Who. You love that oh, one. I love Horton Hears a Who. Horton Hears a Who that is actually is... Katie is under it. I think Katie from Horton Hears a Who is funnier than anything that happens in this movie. I think Horton Hears a Who is genuinely one of the most underrated movies of all time. When she floats into the air, I lose it. Yeah. I I love Katie. Horton Hears a Who is actually one of my favorite movies. Like, unironically. I yeah. love that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I I also tried to find trivia for this, but because I was so just genuinely bored with the movie, none of the trivia even seemed interesting to me. The only thing that's interesting to me, at least that I know of, is that it's based off of a, like a cult comedy TV series that had like a one season run. Yeah, uh, something that I think uh, that's really funny is the woman that played the wife of O.J. Simpson's character later starred in The People vs. O.J. Simpson. That's actually hilarious. Weirdo but, Yankovic is in this movie. Who? You don't remember that at the beginning when he gets off the plane? and there's Oh, all the yeah. People? That's also a funny scene. There's a I bunch of, like, we're... You don't think that's funny that he gets off the plane and there's a bunch of re- reporters around like taking pictures and he goes up to like the microphones, starts giving this speech. None of them are there for him. They're there. Babe, for I didn't even remember that it happened. Oh my god, I I think you just tuned out the entire movie. Well, it wasn't <laughs> keeping my attention. Like, evidently not. I have failed. <laughs> Someone included on this on um, this movie on the one hundred and or a thousand and one movies you must see before you die. Yes, it's just one of the best movies. I don't know, Kurt. Do you have anything else you want to say? Not really. That's about it. <laughs> That's wow. That's all I got. This it's... may this may be our <laughs> shortest episode. It's it's not it's not the most like I like this movie. It's not the best movie. And I will admit that. I will admit that freely. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, is it is it fine? Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> um yeah, so Kurt, let me guess, you recommend this movie? I would. I think it's funny. I don't think everyone would find it funny. But I would I'd say don't feel like you need to commit to this movie. If you get in uh, like 30 to 45 minutes in and you're not feeling it, it's not getting any better. So just skip to the part where he's singing the national anthem and then quit the movie. That is that is w- one of the funniest, if not the funniest scene in the entire movie. I'll give you that. <laughs> so it's fine. No glowing recommendation. opera singer Enrique Palazzo. <laughs> I also like at the end of the movie when the bad guy falls off the uh, off the balcony and the entire marching band marches over him. I think I cracked a smile at that. I think that's pretty funny. It was excessive, <laughs> though. That's kind of you know that's a good that's a good tagline for this movie. Excessive. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Kurt, I haven't decided what we're going to watch next week. You haven't? No. That's unusual. I have two options, and they are on vastly different sides of the spectrum. Go on. I have one that I think is going to be really good. I actually haven't seen it. It would be a new one for both of us. Uh, what I think is going to be really uh, deep and thought-provoking and um, mm-hmm. uh, probably a little upsetting. Mm-hmm. And then I have one that no thought, empty head, only good vibes. What's the first one? Uh, the first one is Oscar-nominated picture, Promising Young Woman. Okay. That I've been wanting to see for a while now. Option two is Mamma Mia. I think you should go full whiplash, right? And like go from my stupid, dumb recommendation of a actually stupid movie to an Oscar nominated. <laughs> uh, no, but you know what? You're going to do that your next pick. What's my next pick? Outlaw King. It's not Oscar nominated, and it's a it's like a historical period piece. Yeah, so you know what? I'm gonna say we're gonna watch Mamma Mia next week. Okay. I feel like this is prime Mamma Mia time. The weather's getting nice. I'm not gonna complain about Mamma Mia. I don't think anybody can complain about Mamma Mia. I don't know if that's true. I I think that anybody within their right mind won't complain about Mamma Mia. I think that's fair. Next week, we can have my discussion about how I think Mamma Mia is one of the most perfect films ever made. I, I mean, I don't see any argument against it. I don't I don't see how you could refute that. That movie is just pure serotonin. It's pure joy. It's almost as good as Mamma Mia 2 when Cher shows up. Stop. <laughs> I, I saw Mamma Mia 2 twice in the span of a week because I saw it with my friend... And I was in, I was on a trip with her. We saw it. And then I came back and I was like, Kurt, we have to go see Mamma Mia too. And he was like, didn't we just, didn't you just see that last week? And I was like, yeah, but you need to see it. Everybody in my life needs to see this movie. It's uh, Mamma Mia 2 is a masterpiece. They're both so good. Uh, maybe we'll do a double feature. I don't double, know. Maybe. That's Mama commitment. Mia. No, it's not. They're not that long of movies. <laughs> How long are they? Uh, let's, let's well, out. even if they're not that long of a movie, it's still like three hours. Mamma Mia. It's almost as long as Zack Schneider's Justice League. And it'll be better in every way. <laughs> Mamma Mia is like an hour 50. And Mamma Mia 2 is also an hour 50. Yeah, so it's like watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. No, that's shorter than watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wasn't his uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League four hours? It was a little over, I think. Yeah, an hour, an hour 50. That's an hour 20. No, that two it, hour, They're less than two hours each. That's about four hours. That's that's my point. All right, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I'm bad at math. An hour 50, That's that's... 20 minutes short of four hours. <laughs> I'm so dead. When you Google the Snyder Cut, the first story that comes up is Justice League Snyder Cut is here and it's still bad. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible. It, I thought it was a, I thought it was like a five out of ten. It's way too long, man. That's true. It could stand to be quite a bit shorter. 
this is a great plug. Go follow us on Instagram because uh, we did a live react to uh, the Snyder Cut that's pinned on our profile stories. Um, it was truly an emotional experience. I was talking to my friend Zach the other day and it was like, I told him it's really fun because if you just tap through really quickly, you can see the, the life drained from our eyes the longer we go into watching it and we did over two days we had full we had a full 24 hours to reset and we still by the end of it you can hear us be like we don't want to keep going but we have to keep going we have to keep watching it yeah it at a certain point it just kind of started to suck (laughs) we didn't want to be there and it still didn't really pass the Bechtel test so no, I think it did worse because the only one of the only scenes where a woman is talking to a woman, it turns out to be Martian Manhunter. <laughs> That's true. Do women even talk to each other in this movie? <laughs> we should we should think about. I, I was thinking about that the other day. That like literally one of the only scenes of a woman talking to a woman in this movie turned out to be a woman talking to Martian Manhunter. <laughs> That movie's wild. Uh, that's a movie that everybody should watch in their lifetime because that's a, it's just so, such Bad. a trip. <laughs> uh, thanks to I think, that, I, think that's, I think that speaks volumes about what kind of movies Olivia likes because she, I guarantee you, she would watch the fucking Justice League a million times before rewatching Naked Gun. <laughs> The the original cut or the Snyder cut? Either. See, here's the thing. I th- the the main problem with the Snyder cut is its length. If it were it shorter, uh-huh. I think that, or even put in like a TV series format, I think that we'd be a lot more open to watching it again. Yeah, I think that's true. But knowing that you have to commit four hours of your time is a lot i feel like it's the kind of movie that like what am i trying to say that i'd i'd watch like if it was on in like a restaurant i'd be i you know and i could like take like peeks at it just as Zack snyder intended (laughs) you know what i mean yeah but it's... like but it's like one of those movies where i mean i think i said this about the original justice league i think we said this about the original justice league you could turn your head to it at any moment and it is a watchable movie yeah and it i mean it the snyder cut still has the dc curse of you almost immediately forget the plot after it happens <laughs> it was four hours and i can't remember the plot only moments <laughs> It was just a, a kind of a bad movie. It was <laughs> fine. Like, it was fine. Uh, it was better than the first one. The original yeah. Justice League movie is actual hot garbage. Yeah, I think uh, me and my friend Zach are going to do a um, a full DC watch through this summer. Yeah. Uh, I might try to do a Marvel one as well. And so maybe maybe I'll... <laughs> do a mini segment of here's my review of whatever dc steaming pile of crap zach and i had to watch with the exception of the wonder woman movies 
Yeah, that I, I was watching a video on the Justice League, and they were like, like they struck gold of Wonder Woman, and I don't think they'll ever do it again. <laughs> no, Wonder Woman's so good. I I do really enjoy the Wonder Woman movies. Wonder Woman rivals Marvel movies for my favorite superhero movie. It's so good, and honestly, I besides being too long, which is a Zack Snyder trademark at this point, I guess. I think Man of Steel is a decent film. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's decent. It's fine. It's it's just okay. Yeah, well, I guess the thing is like I think that if it were shorter, it could be comparable to some of the Phase 1 Marvel movies. Okay. But the issue is that DC never went to a phase two they like set it up like it was going to be the first super superman movie and then just immediately went to batman v superman for no reason at all so it felt like a lot was missing so i guess that's my thing i watch it and it seems like a springboard to nowhere (laughs) they they really missed out on all of the setup and it and it makes me it makes me so mad because they have the gift that is Henry Cavill. Who is amazing. We love Henry Cavill. This I is mean, a Henry Cavill stan podcast. Well, and it's one of those things where once you see him in, like, The Witcher, you realize that that band does not half-ass anything that he does. He commits. Especially when he loves the character he's playing. And they could have done so much with Superman with him. I mean, I would say that about Ben Affleck as Batman, too. I feel like they got really good people who were really into it, and then they gave them nothing to work with. Yeah. It's so sad. And they gave uh, Ben Affleck guns, which I yeah. still think is one of the dumbest things. <laughs> I I have an issue with Batman in general. I think that we need to put, like... A you five- haven't seen any good Batman media, though. Well, but here's, I'm not talking about like Batman, Batman. I'm saying that we need to put uh, a five to 10 year ban on creating any new Batman content. Because (laughs) at this point, I'm confused. Like, I'm not a huge Iron Man fan, but there are three Iron Man movies and then a bunch where he shows up. They're very easily laid out. There are about a million and one Batman franchises and I can't well, keep the same up. With Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's like, literally, we just, the same year that we're doing Bat, Ben Affleck Batman, I'm supposed to now be ready for Robert Pattinson Batman. I'm ready for Robert Pattinson Batman. Robert Pattinson Batman seems like it's going to be good, but I'm like, I can't keep up. There are so many Batman franchises how am i supposed to know which one is the good one how am i supposed to know which ones are the bad ones what is canon in batman what is not i don't understand and i have an issue with that marvel would never let this happen i think i think you would really like some of the animated justice league movies i probably would i really like the idea of superheroes we'll we'll watch we'll watch some of those maybe not for the podcast just in general and I like Smallville. Love Smallville. I would make I, you watch Smallville, but it's a TV series, so we know that that'll take you five million years to watch. Oh my god. Yeah, how's Shit's Creek coming, babe? Not great. Yeah, you haven't started it, have you? 
I think I've seen the first episode. I'm about to shame you publicly on this podcast. As if you don't do that every week. Yep. <laughs> hey, thanks to Flowers for our intro and outro music. It's Baby it's Blue. Flowers. You can go and listen to it on all your streaming services. You can follow us on Instagram at Baby Gotta See This, on Twitter at BYGST Pod, and on TikTok at Baby Gotta See This. Have you have we done it? Have you posted any TikToks on there? No, because the one that we made, you were like, "Don't post that." I'm sorry that I'm sensitive <laughs> when it comes to posting myself online. Do I um do I shout out your 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 puppy Instagram if people want to go buy your puppies? Yeah, go for it. Or if yeah. people just want to look at pictures of my puppies. Which yeah, are if you want to go cute. see the puppies and buy them, it's Uncharted Porties on Instagram. <laughs> How long did it take you to find that? It took me longer than it should have. What did you have to look up? Because I, I, to, did, I didn't know what it was called. I had to look into Bridget's <laughs> followers on Instagram to then find who she was following and scroll all the way down until I found something that seemed like it could be a dog Instagram. And I found it. You found it. Who's your favorite puppy? You know who my favorite puppy is. It's Snapdragon. <laughs> Snapdragon is a cutie. Snapdragon supremacy. <laughs> you like Poppy. I do like Poppy. Who's also extremely cute. She's very chaotic. But I have a feeling that Poppy's going to get taken away. I'm trying not to get too attached to any of them. And I'm failing so hard. See, I'm kind of lucky because I really don't think anybody's going to keep Snapdragon. So... What do you mean? Why? I started out with no hope. She's so cute. I know. I mean, like, you guys. Like, you're not going to keep Snapdragon. Oh, okay. So, I just know that he's going to go away. I, I I have no idea which ones we would keep. I don't know. It's a mystery to us all. I'm definitely not going to keep Luna. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. That's, I'm not even going to joke about that. Throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> oh my god. I'm kidding. I love Luna. Luna's actually my favorite for real. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for Luna not to be a favorite. Well, I just think it's so funny how she was obsessed with being a mother for about two weeks and now is just dying for them to leave her alone. Yeah, pretty much. Isn't that what motherhood is about? I wouldn't know. Ask, ask your mom if that's what it's like. If I asked my mom, she would probably give me a mean answer. <laughs> I get my sharp wit <laughs> from her. Let's end this. Oh, this yeah, <laughs> we're rambling way too much. This has been Baby Gotta See This. I'm Liv. And I am... Kurt. Okay, bye. Bye. See ya. Idiot. <laughs>